to go live so I can watch it on the shit. Oh, that was not okay. That was so not okay. I'm... <laughs> oh, shit. I was, I was legit, oh, shit. I was, like, legit getting ready to fucking just throw my entire computer out of the window. I'm, I'm waiting on mine. You throwing one out the window. That's fucking hilarious. I was, like, I was over here cussing out shit. like, bruh. There's no reason why this shit shouldn't be working right now. I done put too much time into this shit for you to be acting like a little bitch. But any old way, hold up, let me get let me get all set up. See, that's how fucked up I am. I didn't even have the, the shit ready because I was over here being aggravated. Alright. Now we live. Yeah, everybody should be able to hear you. Alright, what's going on, Dante? Oh shit. Drop a like. Nah, that shit. Motherfucker out. Oh, shit. That shit is not okay. I know you've seen that Black Panther, though. Bruh, I've been so behind I haven't got to. I'm kind of mad because niggas, uh, niggas been spoiling it for uh, me. Niggas, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm not going to do. Niggas spoiled that shit for me, but I ain't going to lie, though. I heard the ending, and I ain't going to lie. That, that boy Killmonger. He went on like yeah, a gangster, bro. Like, oh yeah, the whole time he wasn't playing, bro. I, I'm like that was like one of the few spoilers that I was actually okay with. Like, my man straight up said that Barry. He's like, like I'd rather drown and die of my it's ancestors good, because they knew that bondage was better than uh, captivity. I mean, that's uh, death was better than bondage. I was like, okay. Yeah, Killmonger was good. He was really good, but. The best part, his best character development was in the first when you first seen him. Oh, work. Yeah, that was the best part of him. You know, you seen him because like they kind of towards the middle of the movie they kind of cut him off and on. Mm -hmm. Michael B. Jordan's a good ass fucking actor. Shit, I just know that I'm probably gonna I'm actually going to watch it this week, and I'm probably gonna take my old lady to see that shit because I've been meaning to see that, but I was busy all fucking weekend. Yeah, me and my wife, she got the tickets on on way home from work. Shit. And my, my parents actually went to go see it, and they was telling me that it was, like, ridiculously packed. And they go in the morning, they said it was still packed. Well, we went at, like, 10 o'clock. We went at, like, for the 9 o'clock show. Yeah. And the theater up here has assigned seating, so you buy as many seats as you want. Oh, word. So well, she bought two for me and two for our sons and shit, so we had, like, some good seats. We wasn't sitting all in the front with our neck all jacked up. Bro, I did that shit watching, what was it, I think, fa the the fifth Fast and the Furious movie with my girlfriend. We got there late. <laughs> Nigga, we was looking straight up the entire time. I think the only movie I've done that on was the first Rush Hour. Me and my wife were dating. We went to go see Rush Hour, and we got the hella late. She said, she was like, fuck this shit, I can't do this. Because my wife's eyes ain't all that great, because yeah. she needs glasses. She was like, fuck this, I, I, I'm, I'll go fucking wait out there <laughs> oh man let's do that all right what's good people we is live you know who we be this episode three the homie biggie can't be with us today he's out there making that moolah so shout out to the homie biggie but i got my other co-hosts my main man in the plan the homie eric rain go ahead and introduce yourself to the people what's up people all right straight like that 
So, first order of business to all my Fortnite people, because there's a lot of y'all out there. I'm not even going to say us. I'm getting back in. <laughs> I'm not even going to say us, because I can't really include myself in that, although I played the game before it got popular. You know, low-key hipster action. But the Season 3 Battle Pass, this is nothing new, because they had the first two bars. But the thing that captured my eye with this, shout out to the homie, I think it was Juggalunatic or Unknown, it was one of them two, but shout out to y'all, who put me on game, and it shows that the Battle Pass will include, you know, the normal skins and things of that sort. But what piqued my interest, or what captured my attention, is the fact that the Battle Pass has, and I quote, loading screens. Eight of them bitches to be exact. And for those of y'all who do not believe your boy, I'm about to go ahead and show y'all on the stream. Uh, let me go ahead and move my display capture. Yeah, as you can see right here in the Season 2 Battle Pass, there was no loading screens whatsoever. However, in Season 3, there is eight loading screens. And I've went through the entire little news things like that. And they're basically shying away from the questions that we need answered of, are we, why are we paying for loading screens and why isn't this already in the game? I mean, we're already charging us microtransactions that we can't earn by playing the PvE, which is welcome. And you can buy skins and cosmetics, which is strictly cosmetic, which I can appreciate. But why is loading screens included in this? Eric, you want to go ahead and share your feelings on this, my brother? <sighs> Fortnite is... Are we going to have 25 updates of a day? Now that we have this battle pack coming out, that's what I want to know. I could not tell you. They were basically like, addressing everything but that. Last time, the last person I watched stream Fortnite was you. Shit, was when you were streaming not too long ago. Yeah, like I just can't. I just can't get into that game. I try. I really tried. Just, oh my god, I, I just, it's not for me. Like I deleted it. Like that's I deleted it. Now it's people out there. I've watched people play it before, and their building skills and all that crafting skills they do is is. No, I'm shot dead. <laughs> I'm the decoy. They kill me first. I, I I go out there and jump in front of the bullet so my teammates can win the game. <laughs> You're the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> pretty much. I want to say out of the, all the times I played Fortnite, I think I got maybe five kills since it came out. Damn. Yeah, I, I'm ass. Hey, I but mean, to the people that enjoy Fortnite and that are good at it, I hope this is what y'all want. All right, that was pretty uh, simple. Uh, are they balancing shotguns? Dante, the word on the streets, the word on these Twitter streets and whatnot is that they are balancing these shotguns, that they're uh, nerfing the whole two-pump thing. Because for those of you who do not know, a real cheap way of playing is running two-pump shotguns because they're like two of like, the most strongest guns in the game. And... Uh, the fact of the matter is, if you get hit once in the head, you're almost dead 95% of the time, depending on if you, you have a shield You can hit me in the left elbow, and I'm dead. And there is that. They're kind of iffy. You have to excuse me. We had pizza at work today, so I'm, I got gas. So, anyway. Um, Fortnite, I will give them this. I will give them some praise, is that they actually do listen to their community. A lot of times when people have problems, they will tweet them, uh, get on the Reddits and things like that. I'm not familiar with Reddit, but I am aware of it. Uh... They talk to them, they want feedback, they actually listen to the fans, and they, you know, adjust the game accordingly. 
now granted i'm not fully freaking out over loading screens but i could just see fuckery coming if this becomes a normal thing within the industry because we know ea and we know activision and them motherfuckers will charge us some loading screens and shit just to make it different they'll have snoop dogg fucking have a rapping gif loading screen that people will lose their minds over I mean, I'm just saying. About that shit. I'm just saying. Like, I ain't gonna front. When they added Snoop Dogg's voice acting to Ghost, I was actually kind of lit because that was kind of dope for me because he was the only person who was like cussing aside from Ice Cube way back in the day for those of you who played Black Ops. So that kind of brought me back some of that childhood nostalgia. But other than that, you know I, what? I'm gonna have to. I'm about to chime in right there. The whole Ghost and Snoop Dogg thing, because I couldn't take that shit seriously. <laughs> Uh, what do you say? You got a uh, sack cop, cuz I can't. I can't take that seriously. That made me enjoy the game more. I would laugh, and I'll be dying. Like it, it. It made me enjoy only because like I know niggas who like really talk kind of like that, and it just yeah. it, it made me laugh the entire time. Like it made me enjoy that game that much more. I live in Cali. That's all I hear. Yeah. So that, that shit was cool for me, but. Uh, as far as them adding emoticon, more banners, you know, the, the back bindings, blinders, I, the thing about, uh, Fortnite, I welcome the, the, the skins and things like that, because you do not get an advantage off of having the damn bear skin, you don't take more damage to the head because you're wearing a big ass bear helmet, you don't get, uh, like, let's not start this pay to win shit, yeah, yeah, it's not pay to win, it's strictly cosmetic, and I welcome that, I'm okay with, with shit being cosmetic, because granted, I like flexing on niggas every now and again. Look at um, look at uh, war. What is it? What's uh, Warframe? Of Call of Duty Four. Oh uh, yeah. No, the, they said everything was going to be cosmetic with the supply drops. Then they start adding guns in there, like P ninety and all the other shit. Nah, them niggas started adding melee weapons. That's when I was like, "Yep, this shit's about to go downhill." <laughs> I think they have a hammer now or some shit like that. Like they, but that's call that's Call of Duty though. Like they known for yeah, saying some shit. True. Like they said on Black Ops Two, if you bought the season pass, you get all DLC. Now, I, now correct me if I'm wrong. When I hear DLC, downloadable content, and I buy the season pass, I'm expecting to get all the future DLC that comes out with the game. Not just the season, not just the maps and shit. I'm expecting all future DLC. But they like to play on words and things like that and sell shit outside of the of the, of the season pass and make it seem like it's something brand new when it's just skins and shit like that. That should have been all included, but I digress. That's Activision. That's how they get down. We used to this already. Now, yeah, I can't wait to see the fools at E3 this year. I'm cussing somebody out. Oh, I definitely want to go to E3. And I, I, man, I, I'm not trying to go to that Call of Duty panel, although I do fuck with Treyarch because they make the best well, ones to me. But... Well, it's not necessarily a panel. Like, it's it, they, it's like activities. You know, you wait in line to play the game. You sit there, and they have the, the, the big display. Last year, they had Call of Duty and Destiny right next to each other. Oh, uh, damn. That's, that's actually smart marketing. I'm not even mad at that, but fuck that game. Uh, <laughs> anyways, on to the next topic at hand. Um, Dragon Ball Xenoverse DLC. Now, for those of you who do not know, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, I forgot to put the 2 in that bitch, is about a 2 or 3 year old game. Are you going to vlog it? Yes, Dante, I'm vlogging, PAX, and E3. That's the plan. But anyways, uh... They're adding DLC to the game. Now, granted, I'm all for adding DLC to an older game because it keeps community alive and it keeps people playing it. My only issue is you actually have to pay for this shit, and the DLC is they're adding the Ultra Instinct uh, Goku. So if you're unfamiliar with Ultra Instinct Goku, let me go ahead and look up a picture for y'all. Uh, it's basically my man who is looking all type of swole and with uh, the now the 
grayish hair, and people are losing their freaking minds overseeing it. Now, is it worth it? That's what I want to know. Uh, your is it worth your it? I would not say it's worth it. Because the thing, here's, here's my issue with it. Why are you going to add Ultra Instinct to a game that is a few years old? If anything, add it to Fighter Z. That'd be more dope. And if you're going to add it to this game, you should add it as free DLC. It's not going to be free. I figured I'd mention that. It's not going to be free. That's reality. I can feel you on that. Like, granted, I'm all for adding DLC to older games. I'm all for that shit because it adds a certain longevity to the game that we could all enjoy and love. I'm all for it. My only issue is when I have to pay for it and I've been playing this game for a hot-ass minute. And if you guys are wondering why I'm not looking at the camera so much, it's because I'm adding, I'm about to show you guys this picture. Uh, Eric, I would love for The Last of Us to come out with some DLC. See, that's, that's another one. Uh, let me go ahead and find it. Ah, actually, I already have it up, up here in the corner. So, yeah. They're adding my man Goku right here. My man's right here, the Ultra Instinct Goku to Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Now, granted, I can't lie. This does look fire. Not even going front. But why are they adding it to a two to three-year-old game already? And why do we have to pay for it outside, might I add, outside of the season pass? Because I have this game, I have both 1 and 2 on PC, and season passes included. But you mean to tell me if I want to play with Super Swole, Ultra Instinct, you can catch all type of the fade, Goku. I have to pay for it. I'm not all for it, and I don't fully think that it's worth it. I'd much rather get him on Dragon Ball Fighter Z because that is a newer game that has everybody's attention. Which is the next topic at hand, but Eric, let me know how you feel about Goku being added to a 2-3 year old game now. There's really nothing to say. I totally agree with you 100%. Uh, like you should, I, we shouldn't have to pay for something old. My nigga, my nigga. Like you're totally right. He should be added in Z Fighters instead of this. And like I understand, like there's a bunch of older games that I would love to go back to that could drop some DLC to refresh the game for me. Man, oh man, don't get me so, started. Honest, so <laughs> all that paying for it, nah, man. It's it's a it's a no across the board on over here. All yeah. right, so. But on to actual newer news, they're not going to add Vegeta Knob because Vegeta didn't unlock Ultra Instinct. They, they're holding my man Vegeta as usual. We, don't don't get me started because I could go off about the latest episode of Dragon Ball. That shit. We, 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 we don't want to. We don't want to. Let's not get Wu riled up. Man, <laughs> that shit gonna make me. That shit had me high. But anyway, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. This is actually some news that I'm actually very very excited about. But first things first, I almost forgot to all my people out there who are looking for some you know news about things in the gaming industry and things of that sort make sure that you check out 3mg media done by me the homie ricky and the homie king dub and shout out to peace chick too make sure you check it out we have the latest news on gaming and things in the industry as far as entertainment and things like that y'all see what it says game music sports movies entertainment we cover all that over there and also shout out to the folks over at gi as well all things nerd and gaming, make sure you check them out also. Now, on to other matters at hand. Whew, shit, that's a lot. Let's go ahead and talk about the Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 DLC being added. Go ahead and let me know how you feel, Eric. Uh, now, I'm excited. We talk about fighters, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited because, like like I said uh, last podcast, we were talking about Dragon Ball Z. I'm a big Broly fan. Word. Broly's going to be a beast. As he should. Now, Bardock, 
the uh, the son of Goku. I mean, the father of Goku, and you know, the Broly. Those are the, my two. Those are my two top five favorite Dragon Ball Z movies. So I'm a big fan of Broly too. I don't I? I don't want to see another Goku character because that's that's what he looks like to me. Another he looks like a Goku with another outfit on. Like I wish they would just make him look somewhat different than Goku, even though I know that's his dad and all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not the biggest Goku fan. Now if they could have put, mm, let me see, who else they could get his dad in? I'd have like, okay, that's dope because we really don't know much on King Vegeta, you know, at all. Nappa in or Raditz, like like Biggie said last week. And let's get some different characters up in there. I like, I don't want to see, I don't want thirty versions of Goku. I could definitely agree with that. I just, I just don't want. I mean, put anybody else in there. Like, cause you, uh, have you ever seen the? Uh, yeah, Cooler's a good one. Cooler. Um, have you seen um, what is it? The Tree of Might movie, the Dragon Ball Z Tree of Might. I think I did. You have to refresh my memory on who was on um, that bitch. It's it's basically some aliens come to Earth and they bring this tree down that's pretty much sucking the life out of Earth and um. What's what's his name? Tarbak, Tardak. He's basically a clone of Goku, like an exact clone. He already and sounds annoying. <laughs> he's a, he's an exact clone of Goku. He, but he all he has he looks like he has the uh, the the Saiyan outfit on from like like little like Nappa's outfit. Oh okay okay. With the, like Nappa's outfit with Goku. It's a, like clone of Goku. That Tardis or whatever his name is. Why is he a clone of Goku? Like it never makes sense. I'll put yeah, put Oob in there. See, y'all y'all really know her. Oh shit. What's happening to Cheesy Bean? Uh who would y'all like to see in Fighter Z? I just like to see Raditz. Like, granted, cause the thing about Raditz, I feel like he's probably one of the most underrated characters. Like my man was beating Goku and Piccolo ass with ease. Like Yeah, but that's back when we had power levels. Yeah, now we don't have power levels anymore. Yeah, like my man, my man was was on that ass, but they they had to kill him. Which, granted, I understand, but I always felt like he could have uh he could have had like a, another role, like he could have got brought back or some shit like that. That's just my personal opinion. Like, what's, what's what's the guy's name? Oh my god, I, I'm trying to remember all these names. The one when Goku went to the afterlife and he fought in the tournament. In the, in the in the not the Grand Kai but the uh, yeah the Grand Kai's tournament the guy that looked like Piccolo with the turban on his head. I know you're talking about. I can't remember his name though. Oh, shout out to Kevin Wills for something. We appreciate y'all here in these streets. Yeah, bring him in there. Fighters in there. Pickon. Oh, he said Pickon. Yeah. That's yeah. his name. I, I just don't want to see Deborah. Ten different. That'd be, another, that'd be enough. That'd be another fire one. Deborah be fire. Geneva Cooler would definitely be fire. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, Kels would be cool. What pissed me off about Cooler, because I'm sure that some, that most of y'all in the chat and you, Eric, have played uh, Budokai. Cooler was the biggest bitch in that game. Oh, my God. Almost costing me a controller. Yeah, he was. Like, I, I'm just, like, I'm just tired of Goku. Like, I know Goku is the face of Dragon Ball Z, but... There's so many people out there that like other characters. I, I honestly think there's more Vegeta fans than there's Goku fans. Yeah, because a lot of us grew up. Because the thing, this I actually seen this shit on Facebook. It said, it had like a picture of Goku. It said, uh, watching Dragon Ball Z is growing up loving Goku, but getting older realizing that Vegeta makes more sense. 
It does. And I was like, yeah, because I've liked Vegeta day one, but Goku was like always a character that like I could identify with growing up. But when I got, I want to say about my teens, I started liking Vegeta a whole lot more. Because I'm like, bro, this nigga works for everything he has. Like, I had to argue with my friends talking about uh, why Vegeta should be a more crucial character than Goku. Because I'm like, he has to work for everything that he gets. I was like, Goku, he just always breaks his limits random as fuck. I was like, Vegeta has to work for it. That's why he's able to skip transformations because he's working past those transformations that Goku just attained. And they got mad over that shit. I was like, but it makes sense. Like, you telling me that you mad because he could skip transformations, but Goku just instantly gets them. This nigga got Ultra Instinct twice, and he apparently mastered it already. How the fuck do you master something that you had for a limited time and got your ass beat in already? But I digress. Uh, Hercule, we need a joke character. We need a joke characters and fighters. Hercule be funny, and, uh... Oh, fuck, who was another character who was like that in the game? I mean, in the TV show. Is Roshi in the game? No, Roshi's not. Yep, Roshi be fire. <laughs> Roshi? But... Yeah, I'm trying to become a joke character until later on in the, the down the line. Yeah, once he got to Z, that's when it all went downhill. Once he pulled up on them Cybermen, he was beating their ass. Like, I was like, okay, he actually got hands. Next thing you know, that I nigga mean, <laughs> locked his ass up. Think about it. He was giving Goku the hands in Dragon Ball when they first met. Yeah. Goku was getting the business from everybody, and all of a sudden, this nigga started figuring shit out. The short motherfucker, I forgot his name. Uh, JPB, are you talking about Dende? That's the only short person I can remember. Cause it, Curly's short. Yeah, but Curly's in the game already. Okay. He's another good character, too, though. Uh, they should have did like Naruto. They gave other characters shine like Itachi, Maruo guy, Dragon Ball Z, and Super is just Vegeta. Man. Oh, you're talking about Dende? Yeah, all right. But, yeah, and... Ford's slug in the game. Mm-hmm. We need original oh. Dragon Ball characters and Fighter Z. I agree. We but can Lord's- see... Lord Slug, that's one of the best Dragon Ball movies I've seen. Shit, I ain't gonna lie. I think it was GT. Was it GT? Hold up. I got. Let me check real quick. I think it was in GT where Team Gohan like actually killed like a gang of people. Hold up. I need to see. Cause I have it saved on my playlist on my uh, on my YouTube hype list and shit, bruh. Speaking of speaking of Gohan, like I wouldn't want a great Saiyan. If they, I would want that to be like a costume, you know, alternative for Gohan instead of putting a great Saiyan man as a character. As a it. whole new character. Yeah. I was like, nigga, that's Gohan. We know. Taking <laughs> up a slot. Oh, Bojack. There we go. Well, Gohan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, uh, go- they need to add Gohan Super Saiyan 2 up in that bitch. Because I ain't gonna lie. That's when Gohan got mad and just murked everybody. He kicked somebody in half. Like, that was the most savage shit I've ever seen him do. But they need to add, because uh, they have, what, Adult Gohan? I think they have Teen Gohan, I think. Uh, if, if they, if the Beerus and them are in there, t- let's take some um, some fighters from the Super Universe. I definitely want to fight as a, a, a motherfucker. Kaba. Man, they could put Hit in there. Oh, they have Hit. But they could definitely add Kaba. They could have the Super Saiyan girls. They could damn sure add more gods of destruction. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Topo, most definitely. Jiren, Jiren's definitely gonna get added to the game. That's like I, not I, a thought. I really didn't like Topo. He kind of got on my nerves a little bit with his big ass hands. He got on everybody's nerves, constantly saying justice. And as soon as he unleashed the power of destruction, he kept on saying Hakai over and over again, like nigga. 
Stop repeating yourself. But that's a whole different. They they could definitely think about Super though. I'm just gonna get off on a little tangent. You can tell they're rushing the living shit out of this series right now, dude. I'm still catching up. Like I still got a lot more episodes to go. Wait till you get to the Tournament of Power. Once you get to the Tournament of Power, you'll see. Cause Almost there. You're going to see an array of characters that all look interesting that could all have like their own story. But since like the show is ending next hold up, February, March. Yeah, next month, I think. They're like rushing it to get it done. And it's it's bad. Like wait till you watch I think we're on episode one twenty nine. Wait till you watch episode one twenty nine. It's go, you're going to like be annoyed. It was oh it was cool, you know, but it's an, it's gonna annoy you. But on to the final topic, and then we might go on in a little, not a little break, but we might talk about something random like we always do over here, because goddammit, it's my podcast. As long as that girl that talk about love isn't in there. Oh, Ribrianne. Oh, by the way, Eric, wait till you see Ribrianne in the Tournament of Power. You're going to get pissed off because she's the most annoying. She's worse than Topo. I'm telling you this right now. Just wait. I'm warning you. But... On to the final topic at hand, the Rainbow Six Siege Operation Outbreak gameplay. Now, for those of you who have not seen it, I'm about to pull it up right now. Now, Rainbow Six Siege is adding a new gameplay onto the game instead of a new map and uh, a new map, basically. Because previously in the game series, they would add um, the new operators and a map that goes on with the game. Now, this time around, what they're doing is they are showing us the new operators. They're giving us new operators. And now they're actually, oh, shit, giving us a brand new game mode that really takes inspiration from Left 4 Dead. You can't convince me otherwise. What's happening to Savion? Uh, Eric, have you seen some of the gameplay, fam? Yeah, I'm watching videos on it. Now, I'm not into Rainbow Six, but this gameplay the zombie apocalypse type shit this will this gets me interested now what what did you like about it (laughs) i just love that whole apocalypse zombie survival with your homies and teamwork type of deal where like this shit looks fire and like i said i've never played a rainbow siege but this this is what a person that don't play rainbow siege this hooks me and makes it gets me very interested and makes me want to try it out. For sure, for sure. All right, so I'm about to play some of this in the back. Where I'm about to actually show y'all this. Uh, where is where is that shit at? Okay, there we go. So yeah, um, I'm about to show y'all this damn gameplay. We're about to just skip ahead a little bit, but overall, this looks phenomenal. Like this is some of the gameplay it on does. screen. Like it really does. This really took me back to left for dead because it's just you and your squad and you have to clear out this area and it what makes this very interesting or very cool is the fact that once you secure the area you have to then revive or heal the doctor and then once you're done doing that you have to extract him with waves of enemies coming at you and when i say coming at you i don't mean like they're retarded i don't mean like they're brain dead no they are charging you as you can see in the gameplay over here they are getting bombarded with different with a variety of uh, monsters like you're about to see right here this thing like right here is like a witch because he's about to get knocked down as you can see and she keeps going underground and will pop out of the ground and will consistently attack you until you kill her she's known as the rooter the other characters the one that you see with the spikes on their back they are like the boomers from uh left for dead 
Like, they'll pull up on you and explode. Then you have your base zombies, and then you have your big-ass tank zombies. There is, a, there is a variety of characters that are within this game that are overall pretty fire. Like, this actually really got me interested in playing this shit. Like, I was already sold. I was already sold on this shit. But since they added this, bruh. Bruh. This is day one. And I have the game. This can like I said, for somebody that hasn't played a Rainbow Siege, this makes this makes me want to play it. It is definitely worth it. Hold up, is is Rainbow Six a copper knot? You heard it here first, and you could take my word for it because I played the game back when it was in its dark days. So I have I'm I've been out here. I have the experience. I have the knowledge. I have videos on on the channel, goddammit. It is definitely a cop at its state as of now. Because Ubisoft, and I mentioned this in the previous streams, they're out here trying to get back in gamers' good graces after multiple flops with the Assassin's Creed the series. Division. <laughs> yeah, with the with multiple flops with the Division, the Assassin's Creed series, Re Ghost Recon Wildlands, Siege, and For Honor, and all those games I just mentioned. Look at where they're at now. I'm not gonna lie, I like Wildlands. I really do. I enjoy the game, but the Division. That broke my heart. I mean, yours and a lot of people's, because once you got to level 30, you literally had nothing it, else it to do. Yeah. It was a wrap. Like, I, I thought it was going to be more of you and your squad overthrowing the government. That's why you you, you and your squad are together. The, the, that's what the trailer said. They didn't say nothing about, hey, let's play the same mission 40 times and hope to get some, some gold knee pads or a gold gun. I feel what you're saying. Uh, hold up. Is it a cop if I don't have friends to play with? Still, yes, because I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like the community is all welcoming and all amazing. Uh, oh, you talking about The Division? Hold oh, I up. was very hyped for The Division. Oh, like, I was never hyped for The Division? I, I, kept, I kept watching the trailers, and I kept, like, analyzing the trailers, because I'm like, this game is going to be so fucking... Because, like... That's my whole. That's my whole thing. It's a team-based game of survival, or I just love the team element of a game like the Division, like a Wildlands, and like this. I'm into, but Division, like that, like I got to level thirty, and I've never played that game since, and I haven't played that game in maybe two, three years. I don't even know how long it's been out. It's been out for a minute, but granted, they've actually. I hate when my computer does that shit. Granted, they've actually patched the game, they fixed it, they've done some reworks and added more stuff to it to actually bring back the crowd, and it's actually gaining traction once again. Same thing like Wildlands. Ubisoft is really out here trying to get in gamers good graces. Now, if you're talking about copping Siege, if you don't have friends, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, make it seem like the community is all well and perfect. There's assholes and it's toxic like most multiplayer games. But granted, there are people in there who will genuinely take you in and teach you how to play better. As far as the console goes, because I have a bunch of friends on both PS4 and on my old Xbox account, who I basically only played Siege with, and we became friends based off of Siege. So yes, it is still a cop, because it's a learning curve, and it's a game that's going to challenge you and make you want to get better. Now, if you want to get friends or learn how to play and socialize with people, stay in casual. Do not go to ranked if you are a new player, because they will cuss you out, and they're going to call you out your name. I hate to say it, but that's how it is when you're playing ranked on any game across the board. So yes, I would still say cop siege. I would still say cop because you're going to enjoy it. It's just more enjoyable with friends because it is a tactical game that requires communication and planning. 
You can't go Rambo in there. You will get fucked up. Point blank here. You will get fucked up trying to go Rambo. That's why I like the game. Uh, if, uh, the Division is fun by yourself for the most part, but it's another one. Fun with friends. But that tends to be the overall theme whenever Ubisoft makes a multiplayer game. It's fun by yourself. You can definitely play by yourself. But if you want the full experience and full enjoyment, there's a reason at E3 and all these things that they show four people playing. Because that's how you get the overall experience. So it is definitely fun. Like I've had, I think, six or seven hours on, on Wildlands at the moment right now. And I have at least... Yo, Creative Cloud, shut your ass up. Thank you. But... I have at least six or seven to eight hours on Division right now, and I have over a few days on Siege. Easy. So I would definitely say give those games a try. Most definitely cop them. They're in way better states than when they were first released. For Honor, I would still say wait a little bit. I haven't played that game in a minute because of the character balance, but apparently they're working on that as well. I can't, I, I can't go back to the Division. I don't care what they do to it. <laughs> it, it, it scarred you that bad? Yeah, I can't, like, I'm thinking, I'm like, I, I was like, okay, because I mean, me and Kool-Aid was playing it a lot, and I was like, okay, like, Area 6, let's have some infected people in there. You know? Like, where's the infected people? Yeah, that was one like, of the biggest if, issues. If, 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 yeah, if there's a, a outbreak of any kind, where are the infected people at? Instead of running into groups of three or four people, like, you know, other, you know, online players that jump you and steal your shit. That, that was a big issue. They, they could, they really dropped the ball with that. Cause they, the, well, first off, they talked about the damn thing was a rare breed of polio. First off, polio's been cured. That, that was off, that was off, that was off rip. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, second off, if you're going to, th this is one of Ubisoft's biggest issues. I, I give, I like Ubisoft. But they do some fuck shit with their games. Like, they sell you dreams. If you ever watched, like, the Ubisoft downgrade videos, it will break your heart when you see the comparisons from, like, where what the game showed to what we got. But my biggest issue is that they make these open worlds that are open for the sake of being open, and they don't utilize, like, random events or communication. Like, if, for instance, like the whole polio thing, if you're, show, if you're telling us that there's this plague that broke out and all these people are sick, and there's people dying and things like that. I need to see that. I need to see people sick. I need to see more chaos within this thing that we are trying to bring down. I'm not seeing anybody exactly. I'm not seeing anybody infected, coughing, dying to where I can't help. So I get that feeling of like, like helplessness that I can't assist them, or they're losing their fucking minds and shit, and they're attacking random people. So I have to like, you know, subdue them or some sort. Like, you realize that one of the key missions that they could have had in this game that would have been dope is extraction missions. Like, you're trying to take people out of their homes and take them into, like, the, the safe camps that you have set up around the map. And then you could build those safe camps around the map as safe havens. They really dropped the ball with that. Same thing with Wildlands. Wildlands, how many times do I have to see people walking on the sides of the roads as if these motherfuckers ain't got cars? <laughs> Number two, why do they all look the same? Three, why is there no in-game communication? Like, for the most part, it's dead. I need random events. Like, that's the one thing that Far Cry, as far as Ubisoft games, that Far Cry gets right compared to the other games. Random shit will happen. You will see the rebels that you're fighting with pull up on the enemy and start shooting it, shooting out with them. I like seeing that. It's a little attention to detail. Animals coming, attacking you while you're trying to sneak. You realize how many times a bitch-ass honey badger gave away my position when I was trying to sneak into a fortress and I died because of it? Well, that does piss me off. 
that's a good addition to the game. Ubisoft like, needs the to division, they advertise themselves as a third-person open-world RPG. That's even in the damn title of the trailer. Yeah, and another issue was was their marketing. Because at E3, they showed us the game as if, as like how it shoot, how uh, what's the, the Wildlands plays out. Because in Wildlands, if you shoot somebody in the face, they're dead. In Division, you shoot them in the face, they look at you like you threw an apple at them. Really? Like, were you shooting at me? Yeah. No, you weren't shooting at me. Like, they didn't get offended. Like, this motherfucker shoot me. And then on top of that, here's, a, here's one of my biggest issues with that game. Because I actually enjoy it as of now. But. I hate the fact that I'm using an assault rifle. Listen carefully. An assault rifle. And I'm unloading a whole clip on somebody who's wearing a hoodie, some pants, and some Tims, and a fucking beanie with a pistol who kills me. That that doesn't make sense. How strong is your pistol compared to my assault rifle? That's another thing, taking it back to Fortnite for a few seconds. Like, I can't, obviously, like, when people kill me, they have gold this, purple that, and I'm like, and I'm stuck in the gray area. Yeah, if you if you don't get no bling colors, and this is a GG. It is definitely a GG. But, uh, damn, I forgot what I was about to say. I hate when I do that shit. But anyways, yeah, Ubisoft lately has been taking up a whole lot of dubs, so make sure you take advantage of the sales that go off. Make sure that you guys check out the Operation Outbreak. If you have the, if you have Siege on PC, make sure you check out Operation Outbreak. It's on the technical test servers as of now. And I think the full release is March 13th or 15th for everybody. And please believe me, I'm going to be streaming the fuck out of that because that shit looks fire as hell. Is there anything else you want to say, Eric? Any other topics you want to touch on? Uh, not really, but like I, I'm, I'm excited to try this siege out this whole you know operation like i said it, it, like you said the shit looks fire and i'm gonna give it a try yeah make sure you holler at your boy if you're trying to get on next i got you out in these streets i will take you under my wing and we gonna get these dubs but i think that's about it because there wasn't that much news out here on these gaming streets anyways for real for real because trust me i've been looking but uh make sure y'all drop a like on this podcast before y'all leave this has been episode three of the Run Those Games podcast. Make sure that y'all say, uh, actually not even say, but make sure you say R.I.P. Biggie because he's out there getting that money. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, Eric, what's your closest statement, my brother? Peace, everybody. You know, check out the channel. Shout out to you, Wu, for having me back. And next week, let's let's hope there's some more interesting gaming news out there that we can cover. Hopefully, because these motherfuckers being stingy with the news out in these streets, goddammit. But as well, I think, I think more, I think more we get into the year, because there's some great games that are years. Because we don't know shit get pushed back. Oh, you're right. I mean, we still got Red Dead Kingdom of Hearts, fucking Far Cry. We still got the Call of Duty that's gonna be announced soon enough. We still got Battlefield that's gonna be announced soon. We yeah, have a we. There's a lot. There's a, this. This. This quarters are going to be very, very interesting. To say the least, because you know where there's interesting quarters, there's a whole lot of fuckery. <laughs> but I know what I want to. I know what I want to say before we go. Oh, what you got? What you got? A game. A game. It just popped in my head. A game that I'm looking forward to. State of Decay Two. 
Now, I think that will be the game that I want because that is more, it's division style, it's third person, it's open world, Word. but it's, it's about the zombie apocalypse and versus the zombies. It's no inner death. It's you about building your community and you surviving against the zombies. Shit, is it going to be on PC? Uh, it's a it's a quote unquote Xbox exclusive, but you know it's gonna be on Windows. So oh hell yeah, then you already know I'm about to cop that bitch on PC. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it on both. I'm gonna get it on PC and uh Xbox. For sure, the first APK look good. All right, I didn't pay all that money for the Xbox for nothing. Hey, I feel you. I, I flipped mine and caught a dub off of it, so I ain't tripping. Um, so I appreciate everybody for coming through. That's it for episode three of the Run Those Games podcast. Hope y'all enjoyed. Stay tuned because hopefully we can do this next week. We got more news coming for y'all. R.I.P. Biggie. Appreciate y'all for coming through. But we out here, baby. Peace. He put hands on somebody? Yeah. Yeah. He, he wasn't like.